When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Into an episode of Flippin' Bats presented by Perry Ellis Fragrances. Game one of the World Series is in the books. What a game it was. We got you all covered here from down on the field at Minute Maid Park. The Real Muto homer in the 10th inning. Justin Start on the mound. Everything you need to know is coming right up. Let's get to it. One is in the books. It just wrapped up minutes ago. As you might be able to hear, Phillies fans and players are still out on the field directly behind us. All the fans, family, players are out here singing, dancing on my own. It is a cool atmosphere over there behind us. But game one was incredible. And Alex, if if we're in store for more of this, yeah. we're in for quite the series. This was quite the game. This was such a back and forth battle game. The Astros taking the lead, the Phillies coming back, Astros getting close again, Phillies then obviously taking it in the 10th, and then this place got quiet real quick here. Yeah, absolutely. When You could hear a pin drop when that yep. Real Muto homer went out in the 10th, um, but what a game you mentioned it. The yeah. 5-0 lead to start yeah. cuts it cuts that down. It's 5-5 for the majority of the game. Then the scoring stopped for a while, then that homer in the 10th. Uh, we have a lot to talk about because there we was do. a lot of action. Well, well, let's start with our first topic here because the Phillies made some history tonight. They are the first sixth seed to win a World Series game, and that's because of the new playoff format. Alex, I think we've, we've talked about this a lot, but this fully justifies oh, yeah. this new format. This is the first ever six seed, as you mm -hmm. said, first ever six seed in the World Series, first ever six seed to win a World yep. Series game. They're just knocking it all out, and they absolutely deserve to be here. And I've said that so many times, but this team is built of superstars. And yes, those superstars stepped up tonight, but it was the guys around those superstars. It was their supporting cast tonight that was great, but I just can't get over the fact that you look back to earlier this year. I mean, let's just take a step back yeah. for a second. Yeah. You look back and we had a lockout and then it all led up to a change in the playoff format. This is a six seed that got into the playoffs down to the last day of the year. I mean, uh -huh. it wasn't a for certain thing going into the last series here in Houston. Now you fast forward to this and you just can't help but think about 
the difference. And the Astros hadn't lost a playoff game yeah. this year. Yep. Not a single one. This is their first playoff loss, and it comes to the sixth seed that absolutely deserved to get in but got in by the skin of their teeth. There's so many crazy statistics between these two teams coming into this World Series. First being, this is the largest win differential between two regular season records ever in the World Series. You got the one seed. You got the sixth seed. You have... Just everyone expecting the Astros to get here, and I don't think anybody thought that the Phillies would get here towards the end of the regular season, and then they just turned and got this playoff magic. So what impressed you most about the Phillies and how they were able to get this win here tonight? I, I couldn't stop thinking all game long. We talked to a lot of the players after the NLCS, yeah. and the consensus that I heard by and large from everyone, Harper, Hoskins, Schwarber, was one, we have four more games to win, which is now down to three, Yep. but two, we just keep fighting. Yeah. We keep fighting. And you're down 5 nothing early tonight. You're going against the potential AL Cy Young winner. Mm -hmm. Your backs were against the, odd, the, uh, against the wall. The odds were not in your favor to come back, and they did. They kept fighting and fighting and fighting. And we'll get more into to Justin in a second, but yeah. to me, that's what sticks out, is their ability to you can get punched in the face. And how many times did I say this in Philly? They get punched in the face. This was arguably the biggest punch yet. 5 nothing against a team that hasn't lost in the playoffs with the best pitcher in baseball this year on the mound. And they just kept fighting and fighting and fighting and getting back up. And their ability mm -hmm. to get back in games is something I haven't seen anything like this before. It doesn't matter how they do it. They're either leading the whole game or coming back from down big, and it's been impressive to watch. And there was a spicy 10th inning on both sides. Obviously, the Phillies getting that big home run. But then the Astros, they got really closer. They had two on. Diaz comes up to pinch hit. Couple wild pitches advance the runners to second and third. Then he leans into a hit by pitch. It, it really came down to the wire there. What was going through your mind in that 10th? Well, one, I think I think this needs to be said. You yeah. don't see that call off no. in the 10th inning where he leaned into it. But it was absolutely yeah. the right call. There was no argument from anybody watching, uh, including myself, that he leaned into it. In fact, it looked like he tried to do it the pitch before as well, which, whatever, it's not his fault. Get on base yeah. whatever way you can. The guy threw a wild pitch to start the at-bat. Another, you know, not technically a wild pitch, but another pitch that wasn't close for the second one. And then he leaned into it. So, look, craziness ensued, but it was the right call. But it just felt like, I mean, w what a game. Yeah. They have the double off the wall in that 10th inning from Bregman. Then they unintentionally, intentionally pitch around Yuli Gurriel. Mm -hmm. You bring in Diaz, and it all ends with that ground ball to third. But it, this game was great. The 10th inning homer, and then the Astros didn't go down without a fight. I mean, what a, what a game. And I'm going to give you a fun fact here. Love fun facts. Because game one winners have gone on to win 65% of the time in the World Series. You know what that makes me? The Astros have never won a World Series game one. Okay. And they obviously went on to win in 2017. But all those other years against the Nationals and the Braves lost game one. Yeah. They have not won a World Series game one. So they've certainly been here before. They've yep. certainly been in this position of down 1-0 because they are every time. Uh, but it's not the ideal situation no. to be in. It's no, not no, no. where you want to be. But they are comfortable being here. But, uh, yeah, there's a lot of weird 
statistics revolving around this game for sure. Well, speaking of comfort, we get to our second topic, which is the star of the game, JT Riomuto. He not only got the game-winning home run in the 10th, but he also tied it up in the fifth inning. He was lights out, impressive on both sides tonight. What stood out to you there? Alex, you mentioned it, but everybody's going to talk about that home run in the 10th. Yeah. But that game-tying double earlier in the game, I mean, we're not even in that position in the 10th inning had he not had that. So, look, JT Realmuto is the best catcher in the game of baseball, and he has continued to etch himself in this postseason. So many key moments, the inside-the-park home run against yep. the Atlanta Braves, some huge timely hits, some the, obviously the big home run tonight. The guy is also the fastest catcher in baseball and really fast for anybody in the game of baseball. And those are the highlights you see. You don't talk about how good he is behind the plate, how good he is at calling a game for his team, how good he is at throwing out runners, how good he is, might I add, at taking a shot that off of his helmet insane. and snapping back too. I mean, he got his bell rung a little bit. There, yeah. You could see it in his face. He comes back too, and guess what? He ends up being the hero of the game. I can't speak highly enough about JT Realmuto, and he is the best catcher in the game of baseball, right? I mean, when you watch that in slow motion, it immediately takes his face mask off, takes a moment, and he's the one who's calling the game. So th that's the craziest part is you have to remember. He's not only getting it done at the plate, but he is the leader behind the plate, helping what eventually turned into a bullpen game. It's always interesting to me because catchers have this happen pretty often, but in yeah. this slow-mo shot you see right here, his helmet Ooh. pops off, and you can see it in his face at a certain point. Right here, he's pretty much just like, are you kidding me? Like, of course, right now. And yeah. he snaps back to, ends up calling a great rest of the game. Obviously, the huge homer. So, uh, the, the double. This guy does it all. He runs. He steals bases. He was the only catcher in baseball this year and the only, the only one in history besides Pudge Rodriguez to hit 20 homers in a season and to steal 20 bases in a season. We're not just talking about your typical catcher here. This is a dynamic baseball player that just happens to be behind the plate. All right, well, let's move to the Astros, our third topic. we got to talk about your brother. There was a lot of hype, the ace Heading into this game, I know you were nervous. He had a solid first three innings. He was clean through the first time, through the first time. What changed there in the fourth and fifth inning? Look, Alex, I, I got to be honest with you. Yeah. I mean, this is really my first time calling, working, talking about my brother's outing yeah. in person. Okay. Um, and it didn't go as planned. Nope. Uh, it was a difficult outing. Uh, that first time through, perfect. Yep. Couldn't have gone much better. And then they got to him. And, and you know, he, he made some mistakes, but you, you, you give all the credit to the Phillies lineup. I mean, their resiliency was incredible. So, yeah, it, it was a tough, a tough outing for Justin, who was the best pitcher in baseball all year long. He's potentially going to win the Cy Young Award. But in game one, um, he had a 5 nothing lead, and the Phillies fought back in it and ended up taking this game. So um, a, a tough outing for sure with your guy on the mound. You, yep. you, you got to win that game. You're up 5 nothing in game one. Obviously not a must win, but when you have that lead with your guy on the mound, you want to go out and, and get it done. Mm -hmm. And they end up fighting back in. Phillies end up winning this game. And to me, I, I noticed a few things. Okay. One being the Phillies did a great job yes. the second time through the lineup making adjustments, right? Justin was pitching certain guys certain ways throughout the game. I noticed it immediately to Bryce Harper, who 
was the hottest hitter on the planet. Oh, yeah. Noticed it immediately. His game plan was hard heaters up in the zone and just kept pumping them. And it worked the first time through. Bryce yeah. Harper swung and missed at a couple pitches in the zone, which he hadn't done in the entire NLCS. He had not swung and missed at a pitch in the strike zone in the entire NLCS. That changed early on in this game. But their ability to get back up and make adjustments I thought was huge. I also thought they pitched a little bit differently this okay. second time through the lineup. Okay. He went a little more to, to off speed, and maybe that was part of the game plan is I'm going to show them heater early the first time through and then go to my secondary stuff the second time through. But it didn't work. And, no. and, and they got to him. And kudos to this Phillies lineup that we have seen over the last couple of weeks. Just Red hot. It's a very cliche term, but they just do not quit. And no. it is so impressive to watch. Now, with your brother being one of the best pitchers in the league, in eight starts of the World Series, he still does not have a win. But he is going to get a second chance. There is going to be... Phillies taking this, he could pitch in a game five, possible game six. Do you think he's already thinking about that moment? Oh, he's, yes. He's not sitting down there in the locker room right now, down in the dumps, feeling bad about himself. Yeah. It's, give me the ball. Get it back to me. Let's win tomorrow. Let's get back to, to me on the mound in game five or whatever it's going to be. And I'll be ready. And and we saw it early on in the playoffs. Look at look at what happened in the first game against the Mariners. Yeah. Right? He got hit around a little bit. And then he comes out against the New York Yankees and dominates. And Justin doesn't accept a a mediocre start. I mean, he will go out, he will do his homework, he will come back mm -hmm. ready to pitch against this lineup come up with a game plan, maybe pitch them a little bit differently, and he will be ready. So, yeah, he's not worried about the numbers. He's not worried about anything at all. He's worried about winning this World Series right now and getting another shot in game five and, and maybe six and seven whenever you need him. It's yeah. all hands on deck right now, and Justin will be ready for sure. And that's what leaders do. And heading into this, we both said that the Phillies need to steal at least one here in Houston before they go back to have a chance to win this World Series. I know, obviously, you didn't want it to happen against your brother. I thought it was going to happen in game two. But here we are, which leads us to our next topic, was these Phillies bats just did not quit. You said it. They had the never quit attitude. But every single person pitched in. It wasn't necessarily their star top guys we've seen this postseason. Yeah, that's a great point. Bryce Harper had a good game. Yeah. I mean, a great game. But you don't look back at this game and remember Bryce Harper's game. Yeah. It's everybody else. Uh, it's the supporting cast of Alec Bohm, who, by the way, played a beautiful third base tonight. Oh, yeah. Had multiple plays, saving multiple runs. I mean, we might be having a totally different conversation right now he if it wasn't for Alec Bohm's defensive yeah. plays. Now let's talk about offensively. When they start building that comeback a little bit, up comes Alec Bohm with that huge double down the line. And Castellanos had a big hit to keep it going. And Brandon Marsh with an opposite field yeah. double through the shift. I mean, this team doesn't quit. And it's not just your star guys that are constantly coming at you. And, and Bryce Harper. I mean, he did. But they have so many other ways to beat you. And I felt they did a great job tonight throughout the lineup. If you're getting production from Alec Bohm and Brandon Marsh in the bottom of that lineup, I mean, man, the sky is the limit for this team. The top of the lineup is obviously great, but if you're getting that depth from this lineup, they are going to be tough to beat. We saw that here tonight, um, and, and I, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention, I talked about Nick Castellanos' big yeah. hit when they were mounting that comeback. 
But the game's over. If Nick Castellanos doesn't make that play in right yep. field in the ninth inning, this game was over. Jeremy Pena with that blooper down the right field line. Nick Castellanos, not known for his defense whatsoever, saves the game. Yeah. Saves World Series game one. What an incredible play. The supporting cast outside of just Bryce Harper, which, by the way, Harper's not playing right field because of his arm injury. That's yep. his position. Yep. And you can see that celebration there from him as well. He was pumped up in the dugout. Yeah. Nick Castellanos saved this game and led to the JT Real Muto homer and obviously the win for the Phillies. And we heard uh, Brandon Marsh tell both of us how much every single person on that Phillies team is supporting each other. They're in on every play. They're in on every at-bat. And it's moments like that where you saw – you, you just saw the, the dugout just freak out and get excited for, like, everything that was happening on the field. Yeah, you're right. We did we talked to Brandon Marsh about that, and he said, this isn't a, a knock by any means on the Angels organization, no. but I come over here and every single – like, no matter what it is, every pitch, every at-bat, everybody is on their feet cheering yeah. for each other. And being in many clubhouses and dugouts myself, that's not always the case. No. You know, it's not that anybody's rooting. You're obviously rooting for each other. But to have your teammates have your back every single second. And, Alex, if you go 0 for 1 with a strikeout and a bat number one, it's, hey, we need you. Yes. We, we need you next at bat. Yep. And guess what? Everybody in the lineup went 0 for 1 the first time through. Yep. But everybody stepped out throughout the rest of the game. And supporting cast tonight for the Phillies was uh, – is the reason we're here right now. Yeah, well, let's talk about the Astros star of the game because Kyle Tucker was absolutely incredible, and he made some Astros history tonight as the first Astro in history to have a multi-home run game in the World Series. I mean, he was red hot tonight. Yeah, he was red hot, and he did it with the first two at-bats, Yeah, which is incredible. And join, Andrew Jones was one of the only guys to ever do that, the first two World Series at-bats going deep. A handful of guys in history have done that. So he was red hot, the first two at bats. And look, let's let me say this about Kyle Tucker. Yeah. When you mention the Astros, people's minds go to Jose Altuve, Jordan Alvarez, yep. Alex Bregman. Yep. And it seems like Kyle Tucker is almost mentioned as an afterthought. We didn't talk about him leading into this. Right. Often. You know, you, you don't mention Cal Tucker is hitting in the five hole yeah. for this team. And he continues to be one of the most underrated players in baseball. And now he's doing it on the biggest stage. Got the team out single-handedly yeah. to a 5-0 lead. By the way, comes up in that 10th inning with a, with a chance yeah. to do it uh, and to, to really put an exclamation mark on this, on this game. But I can't speak highly enough about Kyle Tucker and how good he has been for this Astros team and how underrated I think he continues to be. Underrated? Really? Yeah. Okay. What would you say? Adequately rated? I, I, I mean, he's still in the, the middle, the meat of the lineup. So He's in the meat. I don't think Dusty yeah. Baker's underrating him. I don't think the team is. I think in the eyes of the general public. Okay. I, I don't All think right. – I, I think you almost mention – Kyle Tucker as a 1B on the Astros and not on the 1A side that Jordan and Jose Altuve and Alex okay. Bregman are. And I'm, I'm here to say Kyle Tucker's 1A. 
put him in that conversation. <laughs> he might hit in the fifth spot, which speaks volumes to how deep this Astros lineup is. But no, 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 don't get it twisted. He is equally as important and equally as good as everybody else on that lineup. All right. Well, let's go back to the start of the game, which is our next topic, number six. And it's bullpen management because both these starters, obviously your brother, Justin Verlander, and Aaron Nola, didn't go as deep as we we thought they would, as we talked about, they needed to. And this game turned into a bullpen game. So let's start with the Astros. How does this affect them heading into tomorrow's game? Well, big time. Yeah. If you're the if you're the Phillies, like I said, you needed to win one of these. Yes. Now you have your ace yeah. going tomorrow. Zach Wheeler's on the mound. So all of a sudden you think, wait a second. The Astros are the one seed. They haven't lost in the playoffs. They're placing the sixth seed. They're a huge favorite. Now, 10 innings later, the conversation feels a lot different. It's yep. you're down 1-0, and you're going against the best pitcher that the Phillies have tomorrow in game two. This could quickly get to 2-0 heading to Philadelphia, which they've been there before as well and then won the next three in Washington. But to me, look, earlier today I said my, my key to the game for the Phillies would be getting to Justin early. They didn't do that. And they still ended up getting to Justin. Yeah. Which I'll be the first to admit, I didn't see that coming. Um, he ends up going perfect the first time through the order. Mm -hmm. And then they got to him, which speaks volumes to how good they are. But Justin comes out of the game earlier than he, he threw five innings, but comes out of the game. And then they turn to the bullpen, which was the best bullpen in baseball all year long. But to me, this is where it gets interesting. Yeah. I thought Dusty Baker made a mistake tonight. What was I it? thought for the first time this playoffs, Dusty made a move that I didn't think was great, and it ended up not working out. But bringing in Luis Garcia okay. in that 10th inning, okay. and obviously, yes, hindsight is twenty twenty. He ends Always. up giving a home run. Good call, yeah. Ben. He gave up a home run. <laughs> I didn't love it in the moment, and here's why. Okay. Luis Garcia was a great starter for the Astros this year. He is the reason they have so much depth. And we saw Luis Garcia be great in that 18-inning game against the Mariners. But he's a long-inning relief guy, right? He's a yeah. guy that you can put in after the game gets a few innings into extra innings and just, hey, you're pitching until the lights turn off. Go get it. Yeah. You have Ryan Stanek still in your bullpen who is a dynamite guy. And, and by the way, Ryan Stanek broke the all-time single-season record for the Astros this year for lowest ERA for a reliever. You have him. You have your guy ready to go in the 10th inning. Let him go one inning. Let him get it done in that 10th inning. And then get to Luis Garcia later when you realize we're out of our relievers, our one-inning guys. Yep. Now we turn to our long-inning relief guys in Luis Garcia. So Garcia ends up giving up that home run, and uh, the rest is history. Then comes in Ryan Stanek to get out of the jam. Yep. Uh, but I thought Dusty Baker right there made a decision that could have uh, – I thought he should have gone Ryan Stanek there. And on the other side of things, Alex, I thought Rod Thompson did a great job. Yeah, and we, we got to talk about that because Ranger Suarez came in and got some huge outs tonight. He is potentially the Phillies' game three starter, and he was just – he had so much swag. He got <laughs> huge outs, and it was – I think it was the perfect call for that moment. The moment that yeah. you mentioned was Jordan Alvarez at the yeah. plate, who has been a hero for the Astros in this playoffs. And this is one of the moves that I thought 
Rob Thompson turned to, that was great. Yeah. But you, as I've said before, you have 27 outs to figure out how to get, right? 27 outs. Tonight was 30. Yeah. But in a baseball game, you got 27 outs to plan for. Who cares how you get them, where you get them, yeah. who you use, when you use them? Just get the biggest outs with your guys. Rob Thompson went to Ranger Suarez, his most likely game three starter, early on in the game yeah. to get the Astros' big lefty bat out, and he punched him out. That was a great call there. He let him go back out that next inning to get a few outs, and you mentioned the swag. Oof. He had a comebacker there in that yeah. next inning where I haven't seen many people do cooler things. I mean, I that was – Tossed it out of his glove to his hand. I was holding my breath. I was like, wait, did he catch it? Oh, no, he still has to throw it to first base to get it out. It was it was incredible. Um, so big call there. Yeah. Also, earlier in the game, Aaron Nola comes out of the game. Aaron Nola, another guy that I mentioned being, look, Aaron Nola needs to go deep into this game if the Phillies are going to win game one. Mm -hmm. He didn't go deep into the game, and Aaron Nola is one of your two studs. Yep. Aaron Nola comes out in the fifth inning. They bring in Jose Alvarado, who is a guy for them, one of their guys that when you point to, hey, we need big outs right now, who do you want it to be? Yeah. You point to Jose Alvarado. He brought him in in the fifth inning and said, we need you right now, buddy. You probably didn't plan on this. We need you right now. I thought Rob Thompson did a masterful job with the bullpen throughout using his guys. It was a chess match. Yeah. And tonight – Rob Thompson and the Phillies won that chess match. So I got to ask, does Suarez going out there tonight affect him potentially being the game three starter? That's a great question. And the answer is no. Okay. So what happens with starting pitchers is you have your start day, your yeah. typical start day, one out of every five days. And then in that middle time, in those, in those days where you're not starting, you have a bullpen day, right? And that typically comes on day two or three after your start. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So that's a typical thing to do. Ranger Suarez today just took his bullpen game in game one of the World Series. All right. All that's right. what he did. So um, Nick Castellanos, after the game on Rob Thompson, I trust anything that man does, which is a pretty powerful statement. But, yeah. yeah, you mentioned it, and I'm glad you mentioned it. Ranger Suarez comes in today. Do not think, well, now he can't pitch in game three, right? No, no, no. We have a game tomorrow. Then we have an off day. And as in typical mid-season fashion, an off day. you throw your bullpen, and then you start. He threw his bullpen today in some high-leverage situations, but got the job done. I yeah. thought it was masterful performance today from one Ranger Suarez, but Rob Thompson. Yeah, that was great. Well, let's move to our final topic of the show tonight, and that was Kyle Schwarber stealing a basin. Everyone getting a taco. That's a really fun thing. I, I kind of forgot about they do that Taco Bell does in the World Series. So. Everyone in America can now go get a taco? Thanks to Kyle Schwarber. Yeah. National icon. 
Kyle Schwarber. Are you kidding me? This is one of the greatest things in the baseballs. Right, Everybody right. knows steal a yeah. base, steal a taco. You didn't expect it to be Kyle Schwarber. You think of him on the outside. You, you think of him as this big, burly power hitter, yeah. which he can be. But this isn't his first stolen base of the playoffs. This guy has some wheels. And, and he stole a base tonight and stole the hearts of America because he's feeding everybody. Go to Taco Bell. Have you ever taken advantage a taco. of this? I'm not happy you asked that. I haven't. Oh, um, all right. I have never gone after this. But it's I'm typically fairly busy, you know. But yeah, Kind of, talking baseball. <laughs> um, so Kyle Schwarber steals a taco for America. And that's a pretty cool thing and a pretty uh, last year I called it by the way is Ozzy Albies last year okay. and I said Ozzy Albies is going to be the one to do it ah uh, that's fun I've never taken advantage of it either so I maybe we should should we just go yeah we'll take you guys along that's what we'll do we'll go we'll go get a taco flipping bats episode at go. Taco Bell Done. sounds good we're gonna do it um what what a game um, and it was definitely a, an interesting one for me yeah. it was a, a, an emotional. interesting emotional day my whole family's here. I'm watching the game in my family's suite with my mom and my dad and my girlfriend and my sister-in-law and my niece. I mean, there were a lot of emotions involved in this game. What was today. the vibe in that in that suite? Tense. Yeah. Um, throughout. Yeah. Um, and we didn't then, see you till a couple innings after. So. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's a, it's a. This is it, it. Never get you never get used to it going to be okay you never get used to it oh I, I do believe it's going to be okay for Justin I have no doubts he will pitch again in this series and I bet you uh he does a pretty good job but an interesting day for me and my family but uh guess what yeah. we're here on the field talking about game one of the world series and what a matchup it was I've said so many times this isn't David versus Goliath this is Goliath versus Goliath and it's if game one is any testament Round one was a hell of a fight between Goliath and Goliath. It was impressive. And let's do it all again tomorrow. Let's do it oh, all again so tomorrow. I can't wait. Zach Wheeler, Framber Valdez, what a day that's going to be. We're going to be back over at Kobo's pregame. Uh, what a day. What a day this has been, Alex. We're at the World Series. That, that's what I just keep reminding myself is, like, we're on the field. The game just ended. This is awesome. <laughs> and we'll, um, we'll do it again tomorrow. We'll do it again tomorrow. Alex and I will be back pregame and a show immediately following the game again tomorrow for a post-game show as well. Uh, this has been another episode of Flippin' Bats presented by Perry Ellis Fragrances. What a day, what a night, and it will never get old having a show down on the field immediately following a World Series game. And we're going to bring you all along the entire journey. But for today, thank you all for listening, and we will see you tomorrow for Game 2.